0: Hello my friends, this is Dan Jones with another Quiet Talk to share with you today. This talk maybe sounds a little different uh, than the normal ones because uh, we are out of town at my son's house in Ohio and when I'm out of town I usually try to record the Quiet Talk in advance but I didn't manage to get it done this time so I'm recording this talk on a little handheld voice recorder but hopefully, hopefully you can understand me okay, that's what matters. I want this talk to be a blessing to you. There is a prayer in the book of Common Prayer that says, Almighty God, whose most dear Son went not up to joy, but first He suffered pain and entered not into glory before He was crucified, mercifully grant that we, walking in the way of the cross, may find it none other than the way of life and peace through Jesus Christ our Lord. That's a beautiful prayer. I have to admit that when the idea for this talk came to me in the middle of the night, I was thinking this was from some verse in the Bible. So I put on my glasses and I got my phone, searched on the Bible app that I use, and I couldn't find it. In the morning, it occurred to me that these words were from the prayer book, not the Bible. But they are absolutely scriptural. Jesus didn't ascend to his Father's throne until he first suffered pain, the pain of the cross." I was a bit surprised that the word pain is so rare in Scripture. Paul uses it in uh, talking to the Corinthians about the pain they suffered as a result of the man who was living in open sin. But otherwise, the most common context for the word pain in the Bible is in discussing childbirth. As many of you know, my wife and I have nine children except for the first one. Debbie never had any kind of drugs to limit the pain of labor. I was with her in every delivery and watched her anguish from the time it became or the time it began until we finally held our child. Seeing this certainly gives you a helpless feeling. I wanted to make her pain go away but that was impossible. Before the advent of modern drugs there was no way to have a baby without this intense physical experience. now I don't like to talk about myself, especially medical things. I am by nature a very private person, but sometimes it's good when preaching to let people know that what you're talking about is a little more than just theory. But I have known a certain degree of pain at times. Again, forgive me for talking about this, but Kidney stones run in my family. My dad had them, and all of his four sons have had them, and if I'm not mistaken, I've had about four. Anyway, they hurt. Some people have tried to compare kidney stones to childbirth, but frankly, I can't comment on that because I've never had childbirth. (laughs) But anyway, when I have a kidney stone, I, I don't go to the hospital, not because I'm some kind of a hero, but because of all the waiting and the inconvenience. I'd rather just tough it out at home. For me, it usually takes about four to four and a half hours. A few years ago, I had a bout of cancer. It was not a life-threatening cancer, at least that's what they told me, but some of the things my surgeon did to me sort of made me wish I could die, at least briefly, but that's over. I don't have any kind of constant chronic pain like many people I've known, and so I don't share this personal stuff to make you feel sorry for me because I've had a very blessed life. But I share it because I found in those times of pain that Jesus seems closer than ever. Now, I'll admit with a kidney stone that after a couple of hours, you start to bargain with God. and start to tell God that you'll be willing to go to Africa and live in a, a mud hut and be a missionary if he'll just make it stop but it uh, usually doesn't work and usually after it's over um you sort of forget about those promises and God knows you didn't meet it anyway but <laughs> um, i began to think um of of the pain that Jesus went through when i was hurting quite a bit and couldn't do anything about it i thought about the pain that Jesus went through and he He became so real to me that I was almost grateful for what I was going through. Almost. The psalmist wrote these words, O Lord, rebuke me not in your anger, nor discipline me in your wrath. Be gracious to me, O Lord, for I am languishing. Heal me, O Lord, for my bones are troubled. My soul also is greatly troubled. But you, O Lord, how long? Turn, O Lord deliver my life, save me for the sake of your steadfast love. I can't really explain this, but sometimes when you're in real pain, you have a greater realization of that steadfast love. Like Jeremiah said in Lamentations 3, it is of the Lord's mercies that we're not consumed because his compassions fail not. In other words, I'm lucky I'm just experiencing some temporary pain. If I got what I deserve, it would be really bad. Perhaps there's somebody listening to me today that has a condition that causes constant pain. Is there anything redemptive about that? Well, let me say first that our own suffering can't save us from our sins. Jesus only can do that. His suffering has brought us forgiveness. But having said that, our suffering whether it's physical pain or some other kind, can have a positive spiritual effect if we let it. What does pain do? For one thing, it reminds us of our weakness and our human frailty. It reminds us that we are mortal, and that's a good thing. And our pain reminds us of the strength of the Lord. Paul said, And lest I should be exalted above measure by the abundance of the revelations, a thorn in the flesh was given to me, a messenger of Satan to buffet me, lest I be exalted above measure. Concerning this thing, I pleaded with the Lord three times that it might depart from me. And he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, strong. Paul reminds us that even when we're feeling great in the flesh, we're totally dependent on God. I should have said pain reminds us of that, not Paul. Pain reminds us that even if you're feeling good, you're totally dependent on God. As I've already alluded to, our pain makes us think of the pain Jesus suffered. I told you I was surprised about how few times the word pain occurs in the New Testament. We can't really enter into what Jesus Christ experienced. Roman crucifixion was designed not only to be uniquely painful, but also very shameful. You've heard it said uh, maybe that people today seem to have no shame. Well, in Jesus' day, they certainly did. Being publicly shamed was about the worst thing that could happen to you for them it was worse than physical suffering. Artists have in their discretion given Jesus some kind of a loincloth in their paintings of the crucifixion, but of course, victims of Roman crucifixion were executed naked. They were impaled on a wooden cross and then lifted up high for all to see. Nothing could be more shameful than that. You may have sung choruses about lifting Jesus up. I I remember one from years ago that said, Lift Jesus higher, lift Jesus higher. Lift him up for the world to see. He said, If I be lifted up from the earth, I will draw all men to me. What the composer of that chorus obviously did not understand was that when Jesus said, If I be lifted up, he was referring not to being glorified and exalted, but to being physically lifted up on the cross. He was certainly Lifted up for all to see, but not in a good way. It was a slow death of shame. This shame was really part of the pain of that kind of death. Do you suffer pain? Maybe you're in constant physical pain. Jesus is with you in your pain, and He feels it with you. Or maybe your pain is not of a physical nature. Maybe it's the pain of rejection by a loved one. Maybe your child has turned away from you. That's very painful. I would say that many going through this would probably exchange it for physical pain in a minute, but that's not possible. Either way, I urge you in your pain to turn to Jesus. I promise you that he will be there for you. I can't promise that your pain will instantly go away. Mine didn't, but I can promise you that the presence of Christ will become sweeter to you than you have ever known it to be. Heavenly Father, I pray for someone today that's suffering in pain, that you will be with them, manifest yourself to them. And Lord, if in your mercy, my prayer would be that you would relieve that pain and bring healing, but if that's not to be, Help them to know that you are with them in that pain, that you feel it with them, and that you love them with an everlasting love. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. My friend, pray for us as we are seeking to establish a fellowship for the Lord, a church uh, body in uh, the Capital District of New York. Currently we are meeting in Schenectady at uh, the American Legion Hall, which is at 1809 Union Street in Schenectady. The name of our group is the Bread of Life Anglican Church. That's why we use a prayer book, Bread of Life Anglican Church. And uh, we meet at 10 o'clock on Sundays. If you're in the area, we would uh, love to see you, to meet you. And as always, you can reach me by email at father.danjones@outlook.com. God bless you.